0: what is good everybody welcome back to another episode of the kevo bands hoops podcast man back at it again today monday march 30th man hopefully all you guys are doing good out there man hopefully all you guys are taking the right precautions stay home man please stay home we all seen uh, president trump extend uh, the deadline for till april 30th which is crazy so pretty much the country won't be open until may 1st at the very least let's hope that they don't have to do another extension please just stay home don't go out don't be ignorant do what you can wash your hands and again do whatever you got to do to find different ways to strengthen your immune system but with that being said I, i am praying for all you guys and hopefully all you guys will have a good and blessed week um today though so let's just get right into it so You guys all know, I'm a Cassius Winston fan. A lot of people hate on Cassius Winston. Went to Michigan State for four years. He's one of the best point guards that they've ever had at Michigan State. So, with that being said, a lot of people doubt him, saying if he was that good, he probably would have left for the NBA draft last year, and such and such. And I think that's just such a stupid take, but it is what it is. So, I got a couple reasons that Cassius Winston will be a good point guard in the NBA. And here's just a couple of them right here. Number one, He is a tough shot maker. He takes some crazy shots that a lot of point guards in the country would not be allowed to take, but he takes them confidently, and he hits them crazy, whether it's a step-back jumper, whether it's just a simply contested jumper off the screen, off the catch. He is a really good shot maker, and I mean that. He's a high-level shot maker, too. Also, he is a high-level passer. Now, what does that mean? Of course, you got really good passers. You got passers that can put the ball on the mark and get into the shot pocket of their teammates. But Cassius is one of those dudes where it's pretty much like every time, for the the most times he makes a pass, it's usually the best pass available. And point guards like that, they see the game before it actually plays out. And that's why I really think his passing, his, the way he passed the ball is going to really translate to the NBA well because he sees the game unfold. He sees plays unfold before the rest of the players do on the court, and that's a very, very good thing to have out of your point guard. He's also, I just mentioned it a couple seconds ago, he's also elite coming off of screens, whether it's the pin down screen or you're coming off a curl, whatever, Coming off screens, Cassius Winston is elite at, and I mean like elite. Like He can catch, he can turn around and face up. He can catch and get a matchup and exploit it. He can catch and drop the dime to the person that set the screen for him. He's very cerebral when it comes to coming off a screen um, and doing damage from there. He's also good at creating space. Now, this was something when he first got to Michigan State, he struggled to create space, and that was a big thing for him. I think he really just struggled with the physicality um, and the contact that the Big Ten you know, gave to him. But at the same time, he again, he learned how to handle it, he embraced it, and then he learned how to counterattack it. And that was a big thing too. He's really good at like not drawing not like pushing off, but just putting his arm and pull and pulling the defender's arms away from him to a point where the refs can't really call it. Because if you call it, it's like it's not even really a foul. It's just really pushing his hands off. And once he does get by you, that slim move he does, he really just puts his arm out a little bit, a tiny bit. And then he swats the defender's arm down. That's how he's able to get past the defender. So that's another thing too. He's also good at using his angles and reading his defenders. Once he gets an angle and he feels like he can beat his defender off the dribble, he's going to take that angle and he's going to get either a bucket, an and one, or a foul. And he's really, really good at that. He knows how to just play with his defender. You know, whether it's one crossover, two crossovers, or if it's, you know, switch off a screen, he knows how to use angles. He's really, really good at that. And that's a big Thing for basketball players, also, he has a low and a tight handle. Of course, that's one of the most valuable things that you could have as a point guard because you have the ball in your hands all the time. You're getting harassed constantly by defenders, and you know, it's it's one of the toughest things to do. But Cassius is really good at that. He did have a turnover problem, a, a, a big turnover problem, let me say that, at, while he was at Michigan State. But I think his handle has definitely gotten much much better over the years, and he definitely has learned how to take better care of the ball each year that he was at Michigan State. So that was another thing too. He's also really good at utilizing mismatches, and when he gets someone like the the as a Michigan State fan, I, I can say the the best players that were able to guard Catches Winston were all somewhere around his height range, whether that's, whether that's six one or six two. And for the most part, once he got mismatches, he was exploiting them. Like, if a big man switches on to catches Winston, he's either going to shoot over the top of him or he's going to drive him. And sometimes he's going to get enough space where he can pull up for the mid-range jumper and get a bucket. Like, he's really, really good at exploiting mismatches. Go and watch the tape or the film, and you'll see, especially once he gets, like, a taller player on him, like a 6'10 guy, like a center... He's really, really good at that. And, and that happens a lot in the NBA. Even though the NBA is a lot of pick and roll, and you know, a lot of players are told to, you know, fight through the screen and get back instead of just switching it. Some teams do switch screens, and Cassius is really, really good at, you know, again, utilizing those mismatches. And I think that's gonna be a really, really good thing for him. And another key thing, and this is the reason I think he's going to be a really good point guard in the NBA. He is good at selling contact and he got much, much better over the course of his final two years at Michigan State. And what I mean by that, like, you know how you see players like James Harden and uh, Jimmy Butler does it too, where pretty much when they shoot the ball and they, they either think it's going in or they think it's going to miss, but regardless, they kick their foot out a little bit just so they can sell contact. And the refs call that a lot. And you have to be a veteran to get those type of calls. But I do think if Cassius gets his chance and gets an opportunity to settle down in the NBA and play for a team, He's going to learn how to do that. He did that very, very good, um, in his especially in his final year at Michigan State where he literally just, he'll shoot the ball and he'll kick his leg out not too far because like you see players like Swaggy P, Nick Young, he will kick his legs out too far and the rest wouldn't call it sometimes. If you just sell it a little bit, refs will call that every time, and he's really good at that, whether it's coming off screens, um, you know, just selling it in general, and I really think that was a big thing for him, too. Like, he had an and one three-pointer against Minnesota where he did that at Minnesota, and it was just like, man, he's very, very tough for that, and so that's just a few reasons why I think Cassius Winston will be a successful point guard in the NBA. I'm not saying he's going to be Steph Curry. I'm not saying he's going to be Kyrie or Damian Lillard, but I do think uh, Cassius Winston will be a really, really good backup point guard for a multi- multiple years in the NBA. I really think he's gonna have a nice NBA career. I always say the most successful NBA players it's not the players that you know make it to the league, it's always the players that get to their second contract. Your second contract is the biggest thing because I'm not gonna say everybody can get a rookie contract, but a lot of players do get a rookie contract. Can you stay and can you get the longevity enough and can you adjust to the NBA lifestyle where you can get to that second contract? And I really think that's going to happen for Cassius Winston. So that is that. Two more topics. I'm going to get y'all out of here. So grad transfer, EJ Onosuke, Onosuke, excuse me. he's a 6'6 shooting guard, size small forward. He's originally from East Orange, New Jersey. He played his last three years of college basketball at the University of Sacred Heart where this past season he averaged 15.7 points per game, 11.6 rebounds per game, 1.7 assists per game and 1 steal per game. He was one of the biggest and hottest graduate transfers on the graduate transfer market and you know rightfully so. He is a big bodied wing and I mean he's a muscular physical wing, he loves and embraces contact, really really good jumpers, all one motion, got a really good form on it, loves to get in the mid range but I think he loves shooting threes more, Um, again he's physical really really good at rebounding the ball whether it's on the defensive boards or the offensive boards, he is a really really good rebounder for his his size and his height and he's just all around a physical specimen to be honest with you I really like when he attacks the glass because he's just, again he's explosive, his First step is really nice. He doesn't really waste any motions. His triple threat, he loves to get into, and he can just beat you in multiple, multiple, multi, um, uh, in multiple ways. And that's what I like about um EJ Anos- Anosike. He's a really, really good player. And so he actually announced his commitment um to Tennessee this past weekend. And Tennessee is bringing in a really, really good class. Rick Barnes got a really, really good class coming in next season for the Vols, and it's gonna he's gonna join. Jaden Springer, who's a five-star prospect, Keon Johnson, who's a four-star prospect from the state of Tennessee, and Corey Walker, who's a really good player too, and Malachi Weidman, who's a, two, who's a two-sport athlete um, from the state of Florida. So this is a really, really good pickup. And just because Rick Barnes in Tennessee, they, they didn't have that much of a, a successful season this year as they did last year, But, you know, they lost Lamont Turner to a season-ending injury kind of, you know, early in the season. They didn't really have too many different players. Um, Their starting point guard, was they barely even played like that. And then he automatically came in and made some contributions. But if they're able to keep Eve Pons and get him back, because I believe he did announce his intention to enter the NBA draft but keep his eligibility open... I think if they get him back, Tennessee could be a top 10 team next year, and I really believe that. They were pretty solid this year, but they just weren't as good as what they, you know, should have been. And, again, they lost Lamont Turner, so that kind of hurt them. But the team that they're going to have next year is going to be really, really good, especially with jo- Josiah Jordan-James coming back for his sophomore year. It should definitely be really, really interesting to see what the Vols would do. And, again, adding a player like EJ Onosuki is a really, really big thing. And also I figured out, too, his older sister, Nikki Onosuke, uh, actually played at Tennessee from 2004 to 2008 under the legendary the Hall of Famer, you know, God rest her soul, Pat Summit, one of the greatest college basketball coaches of all time. One of the greatest basketball coaches, period. Um, and so that connection was there too. And so that's when I learned I should not have even been surprised. Really, really good pickup for Rick Barnes and his staff. This is definitely one of those type of players that will make an immediate impact. He is immediately eligible. I like what the Vols are doing. He should ha- definitely get um a lot of minutes for Tennessee. So that's that. The last topic of conversation today. So yesterday, it was a big win if you live in the state of New Jersey and you're a fan of Jersey hoops and a fan of Rutgers basketball. So four-star prospect Cliff Omoruyi, who is a six ten power forward slash center, who is originally from Maplewood, New Jersey, currently goes to Roselle Catholic, that has produced some of the best hoopers out of the state of New Jersey, um, and you know they're really the hottest pipe pipeline in the state of New Jersey. They produce players like Isaiah Briscoe um, who went to Kentucky and now plays overseas. They produce players like Khalil Whitney who just went to Kentucky last year. Nas Reed who now plays for the Minnesota Timberwolves played at LSU last year. They produce a lot of players and Cliff O'Marie is their next big-time player. He is a really, really good player. So last year, he played on the Nike EYBL circuit for the uh, New York New York Lightning, excuse me, where he averaged 11.8 points per game, shooting 63% from the field, 1.5 blocks per game, and 6.7 rebounds per game. And so, Cliff's game really is this. He is a big-time athlete. Again, he's 6'10". He is an elite Level shot blocker, and what I mean by that, he's good at chasing down blocks, he's good at standing straight up and still blocking shots, he's good at coming over from the help side and blocking shots. He is fast as I don't know what for his size. He runs the floor like a black cat for him to be 6'10 and to move the way he does is honestly kind of scary because if you watch his highlights, he is fast. Like it looks like he probably want, runs track, I don't know if he does for sure or not, but he is a fast dude to be 6'10. That is something different. Also, he's a big-time athlete. Again, he's really good at sh- blocking shots. His offensive game needs a lot of work, no doubt about it, but don't let that get it twisted still because his energy is contagious. And I know that sounds corny or cliche or whatever whatnot. not, but trust me, when you play like a guy like that, automatically your teammates around you want to play better and want to play harder. And that's exactly what Cliff Omorui is going to bring to his team next year. And so... Yesterday, he announced his commitment to Rutgers University. He'll be playing under coach Steve Peichel in the Scarlet Knights, and he'll be playing in Piscataway. Um, And this is a really big pickup for Rutgers. And I know, look, everybody looks at Rutgers as one of those bottom-of-the-barrel type schools. That's not the case anymore, especially with basketball. I think football, they might get back to uh, having a good program, too, but... Basketball-wise, ever since Steve Peichel has been there for like... I want to say he's been in his third year, going into his fourth season already, which sounds crazy. But Steve Peichel has gotten Rutgers better every single year. And if the season didn't end prematurely with the coronavirus... Rutgers was gonna make the NCAA tournament. Like they were getting better. And I told people, like, people need to watch out for Rutgers. And and people didn't believe me, but Steve Peichel is an excellent coach. And getting a recruit like this is only gonna boost Rutgers to be a, a much, much better school when it comes to basketball. And Cliff O'Marie is going to be a big time impact player in the Big Ten. He's gonna come in, he's not gonna be like offensively a, a weapon, a lethal weapon, but he's going to still be one of the most contagious energetic um, impactful bigs in all the Big Ten next year as a true freshman. That's how good he is, and so he comes in with a really good class. They already got a uh, Mawat Mag, they got Dean Rybert, and they got Oscar Palmquist coming in alongside Cliff Marie. So this is a really really good pickup for Rutgers. He actually chose Rutgers over schools like Arizona State, over schools like Kentucky and Auburn. So this was a really good pickup. And again, it sounded like his recruitment was kind of weird because it's like sometimes it sounded like he was going to go to Arizona State. You know, at one point in time, people thought he was going to. Go to Kentucky, and then ultimately, you know, he decides to stay home, and I respect that to be honest with you, stay in your state, um, I mean, I'm not saying you got to stay, but I'm just saying like, you know, sometimes when you're a good enough player, you don't really have to go to the Kentuckys, the Dukes, the Kansases, when you're good enough, you can stay where you want, or you can go where you want to go, like Kay Cunningham is going to Oklahoma State, he's that good of a player, he doesn't need a Kentucky, he doesn't need a Kansas or a North Carolina or anything like that, but Cliff I'm really going to Rutgers, is definitely a big-time stepping stone for what Steve Pica wants to do at Rutgers. So this is a big pickup. And if you are a Rutgers fan in any capacity, you should definitely be happy with your coach and who he's got to bring in when it comes to recruiting. Cliff O'Marie is going to be a very, very special player. But with that being said, man, this has been another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast. Please like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, and share. If you listen to my podcast on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rate and review. That is how we share, grow, and expand the podcast. As always, I appreciate you guys. You guys stay safe out there. Continue to pray. Stay blessed. Stay happy. Stay positive. Also, I'm a college basketball writer for Nuts and Bolts Sports. Go check them out. I'm featured alongside a whole bunch of other really, really great journalists and writers that is at Nuts and Bolts Sports SP on Twitter. Go check them out. Give them a follow ASAP, No Rocky. I'm also on their podcast network alongside a whole bunch of other great podcast hosts and content creators. So go check those out too. Again, that is at Nuts and Bolts Sports SP on Twitter. Go follow them, of course. And with that being said, though, as always, Y'all have a good one. I'll talk to you guys soon. Stay safe out there and peace.